0: Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. so welcome back to the podcast this is the 20th episode of this first season of the podcast I can't believe already we're 20 episodes in I'm so happy that you are continuing to enjoy being with me in conversation today I want to talk about trust and special guest appearances from geranium essential oil and jasmine essential oil I'll also give you towards the end of our conversation a little protocol using essential oils specifically on aroma points for restoring trust. So it's a... Beautiful conversation, a beautiful subject, a deep subject, and one that truly I have avoided. For some time, I keep thinking, Shall I do that episode on trust? And then I keep thinking, mm, I'll do it next week, or oh, I'll do it next week, because it's such a huge topic for all of us: trusting self, trusting others, trusting institutions, trusting products, trusting all different facets of life, people systems ways of being ways of thinking and as individuals of course we have choice over who to trust and how we show that trust and how we express it both to ourselves and both to others let's start first with the definition of the word of the feeling although saying that i know there is some debate around whether trust actually is a feeling or whether it's more a state of being that gives rise to feelings but anyway let's attempt a definition at it so it's really a belief that someone or something is reliable or safe charles feltman in his book the thin book of trust defines it as choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions i'll read it again Choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions. So there's an opening in his definition, which I think does seem to cover cover it quite well. There's an opening, there's an expansion of the heart, there's a softening, there's an offering. Because you're sharing something that is vulnerable to you. And of course you can be sharing anything ranging from a feeling to a piece of chocolate to something maybe more material more materially significant so ranging from the very delicate spectrum of our emotions we can be sharing those when we trust somebody all the way through to our inner feelings our inner thoughts also we could share our plans our dreams our ideas our projects our creative endeavors with others so there's a huge a huge range of experiences that we include in this sense of trust charles feltman also describes distrust and he describes it like this he says distrust is a general assessment that what is important to me is not safe with this person in this situation or in any situation it's an interesting uh, definition to look at. And I think for me, they both hold, they both hold both the definition of trust and the definition of distrust both hold uh, water, so to speak. We can also look to Brené Brown in her book Atlas of the Heart to give us some more pointers towards trust and what it is and what it means. And she says there are certain um, associations that we have with this quality of trust the first one would be boundaries being able to keep good clear boundaries either with ourself or with somebody else or both reliability is a second quality she would associate with trust and that's around the idea that you'll do what you say you're going to do and keep your promises for me this is very very significant especially well, I would say, especially in trust of self, but also in trust of others. If you can keep your promises to yourself, if you say what you're going to do and you do what you say, you can fall into this, um, into this place where confidence with yourself grows, self-esteem grows, and there's a, a nourishment of self, and from that nourishment, you begin to trust yourself, and it's really the the foundation of all of the uh, self-care practices, I think. Let's loop back to Brené Brown for a moment. Some other qualities that she associates with trust or accountability, so owning your mistakes and having others own their mistakes and apologising for them, making amends if needed. Also, she talks about the importance of confidence in the sense of keeping confidence. So if somebody trusts you with some information and the request is that you keep that information to yourself or just between the two of you or between a certain group that that confidence is maintained other associations with trust are the quality of integrity the quality of non-judgment the quality of generosity i think they all speak for themselves when we see these qualities in others we're much more likely to trust them and when we experience these qualities for ourself we're also inviting a quality of warmth and softening and opening where we become much more able to trust ourselves. So we have these two ways of looking at trust trusting self and trusting others and I really do think that trusting ourself is the starting point for everything because once we do have this relationship of trust with ourself and once we can nurture it we fall in and out of it all of the time of course we're human but if we can start to nurture it and to continue to build it and and, and keep a place of resilience within that relationship of trust with ourselves it helps to open us up much more to the rest of the world and to other people and to lean into trusting other people and to also understanding what our needs are when we form relationships with other people, with, whether that be trusting other people, whether that be trusting um, organizations or institutions. As, as we start to have our, our recognition of our own values and our own self-worth, we can start to create what what it is that we need in order to trust. Also worth noting that it's very easy to fall into distrust of self. That can be done if we don't keep our promises maybe, but also it can be done maybe in a in a subtler way whereby if for example we mess up or we hurt somebody or we feel shame or we begin to question our own self-worth when we're in, in those very delicate vulnerable states that we can find ourselves in from time to time that can lead to a, a distrust of self because we start to uh, interact with ourselves in a in a in a less than way rather than choosing the fuller expression we start to diminish our own power and then our trust starts to diminish so let's look at trusting in relationship to the oils. Do you trust the oils? Do you trust essential oils to support you, to work for you, whether that's on a physical level, on an emotional level, on a a spiritual level, however it might be on an energetic level. Do you trust the oils? And I think for most of us, this comes from experience over time. It's a simple equation that the more we use the oils, the more we trust them because if we're working with really good quality oils, it's much more likely that we're going to get results. And so we're much more likely to trust. One of the little tricks that I did when I first started working with the oils, and it wasn't intentionally to build trust towards them, but I realized now that's what I was doing, was I kept a little notebook so that every time I had a response from an oil, a positive response or something that felt like it worked, Again, whether that was physical, mental, emotional, energetic, I would make a little note. And so I started to create this library, if you like, of experiences that I'd had with the oils that started to inform not only how I would relay and re- and be in relationship with the oils, but it would also actually just on a practical level help me remember <laughs> what had worked, where it had worked, why it had worked and how I'd used it and what dilution, for example, or on what point. So in this way, when we start to catalogue our experiences with the oils, and I do believe there's power in writing things down. There's something that happens when you put pen to paper and you let the experience materialize and manifest in the written word in front of you. There's something that happens when you do that, not only for memory, but also just for bringing it into being. I do think this is a powerful way to build up your trust of the oils. So if it's a, an issue for you, if there's something around the oils that you're, you know, you think is sneaky or you don't quite know if they work or maybe they work, but you're not quite sure. It's a good idea to do this, to keep a little catalogue of your own experiences. So how specifically do the oils, if we pull back the perspective for a moment, how do the oils support us in building up this quality of trust, both to self and to others? Well, first of all, of course, we know they bring us to the present moment. So when we are in the present moment, we can make a clear assessment of, or a clearer assessment as, as as we tune into the present moment of what is actually happening, what needs to happen. So we have a clearer idea of our needs for self and for others. Secondly, as we know, the oils remind us of this naturalness of our, of our own being this this inner quality that we all have and essential oil can evoke that can remind us can bring that inner nature out of ourself maybe this part of ourself that we've lost that we've forgotten that we've abandoned and the essential oil can bring that quality out can remind us can reflect back to us that we have that quality in our being and it can really start to elevate and amplify your own experience of your feelings, of yourself. It can in some way mm, authenticate an experience or a feeling, give a marking point to it. And then thirdly, they give us a moment of uh, release or reprieve, if you like, reprieve from suffering, which can give us a doorway into trust. So for example, if we are experiencing a quality of uh, betrayal or abandonment, which is the counter to trust, when we work with an essential oil, it really opens up this little portal of preciousness, a fragrant little cavern, if you like, for us to rest in just for a moment. And it can give us what I've heard described as with the euphoric soils, the rose, the jasmine, the nerolis, this quality of a bubble of bliss, where we can exist free from the pain of abandonment, free from the pain of betrayal. It also, uh, this is, very subtle but it activates this remembrance this kind of attunement if you like to a healthy a healthy field of trust because the plants are so pure because they're so non-judgmental because they're so clean and clear when we work with the oils it drops us into this space where all is well where we can drop into this place of safety good OK, so we could do a whole episode just on betrayal, which is, as I say, really kind of the counter to to trust. But maybe I'll I'll leave that for another episode and we'll focus just on this quality now of trust and the oils that can support us with that. So Jasmine, called by Tiffany Carroll, the restorer of trust is a beautiful, beautiful oil to work with for this quality she she reminds us that it builds in this or restores i should say this attunement to the healthy field of dynamic trust but also while while kind of cueing us into that field of dynamic trust also helps to soothe that wound of betrayal so it's working on two levels it's filling us up and also soothing the wound I want to read to you for a moment from the book, The Gifts of the Essential Oils and what they have to say about Jasmine. So the message from Jasmine in the book, The Gifts of the Essential Oils is sacred union. So it brings us in, in this way back to a quality of wholeness. And lack of trust all comes from separation. It comes from a sense of me over here and you over there, whether it's it's you as an individual and the other is a person or whether it's you as an individual and the other is an institution or a society or a way of being, it's a separation. That's where the the lack of trust comes from. But also if we think about it within ourselves, when we don't feel full and complete and whole, that's when the trust with self can start to break down. So the gift of Jasmine is this quality of sacred union. And we're reminded from this book, The Gifts of the Essential Oils, to look at the shape of the jasmine flower. It's a bit like a star uh, when you see it. If you've seen the the beautiful flowers, it's really helpful to connect to the plants, by the way, and and the image of them and what they look, you know, even if you just look it up on the internet, what does a jasmine flower actually look like? And when it opens in this star-like way, it can remind us, they say in the book, that it connects us to our internal light, reminding us to look of the star aspect that we each possess. And for those of us who believe we are descended from the stars, a beautiful essential oil to remind you of the joy and knowledge that comes from the stellar families. So we all know this phrase that we're all stardust, we're all made of stardust, we're all. We all have that that broader understanding if we, even if we can't remember it on a you know a mundane daily level, we are actually all born of the stars. Jasmine also helps us when we have lost interest in the kind of the pleasure of life, the kind of the rapture of life, if you like. If things have kind of been heavy or weighed down with obligations or duties, particularly a, re- a relationship, burdens, obligations, then Jasmine can bring in and it can release those kind of heavier emotional states and can bring in a kind of renewed experience of wonder. So finally, from the book, uh, The Gifts of the Essential Oils, I'll just read to you this couple of sentences. They say, let the hurts of yesterday that still bring emotional coldness, fear or lack of trust be replaced with a new sense of passion. Jasmine wants to draw you and your beloved closer in every moment. With Jasmine, allow the sensual life forces of the universe to course through your veins Feel your sensuality flourish and your senses awaken to the divine beauty around you. Such a gorgeous oil to work with. And a very simple way you can work with jasmine is just across the wrist creases. You can roll a little bit of jasmine if you have the rollerball uh, or just a drop onto the wrist creases and run it across the centre of those wrist creases and hold the wrist creases together in connection. And you're there connecting with the pericardium and the heart channels. And just hold for a couple of minutes, bring to your nose and breathe in. It's a gorgeous, very simple reset that you can do at any time. And then the second oil that I wanna talk about for a moment is geranium. Geranium is the oil of love and trust, helps to bring balance, helps to bring harmony both in our um, in our physical body, helps to balance hormone levels, helps to balance blood sugars, but it also helps to balance on the emotional level. So it helps us come into a place of love and not just giving love, but also receiving love, which is very connected to the quality of trust. A really nice way to use Jasmine, it's so simple, is just uh, to place a little drop across the center of your chest, maybe um, just hold a little drop there. I love to just like, it into my hands and breathe it in i love it in the diffuser in combination with other oils it's a gorgeous gorgeous very simple um, accessible oil for us to work with okay just to finish now i want to give you a treatment protocol so this is a treatment protocol that i've learned from tiffany carol and it's called the restoration of trust treatment so there are six i believe points to work or seven excuse me seven points to work with The first one is, and if you don't know any of the points as I'm speaking them out, you can just search for them on the internet. And when you apply the oil, I should just say before I go into this, you can go back to one of the previous episodes to look at using oils on points if it's newer to you. But when you apply an oil to a point, it's done with a quality of intention, with a a real openness for creating a healing space for yourself or for the other if you're doing this for another person so it's done with a so I wouldn't I don't want to overemphasize it but with a quality of sacredness a quality of healing intention as you apply the oil and you would hold the oil on the point for anywhere between 1 to 3 minutes so the first point would be either bergamot or neroli or rose on the ear men point And this creates basically an opening and a safe bubble for the, the rest of the treatment to work through. The second placement is Litzy, also known as Mei Chang. You could sub lemongrass if you didn't have Litzy on triple warmer four. And this is just at the wrist crease, the outer wrist crease. But again, have a look on the internet if you're not sure of these points. And this point is kind of like the outermost boundary. So it kind of helps us to remember that we are able, that we do have the ability to protect and defend ourselves in a very healthy way. I've heard it spoken about a little bit like the oil in this point, a bit, little bit like, you know, if you have a house and then around the house there's like a fence and this is like the motion gate sensor that would kind of Flash on a bright light to help you clarify what's coming so you can kind of tune in am I safe is this safe so it can really help for you to make a, to discern also helpful this point and this oil if you have a tendency to burn out specifically traced to kind of hypervigilance. that that question again is this safe am I safe that can turn on the adrenaline okay third point palmarosa on small intestine 4 and this again helps with the discernment, it strikes uh, with the capacity to healthily discern what it is that is acceptable to our heart and what it is that is not acceptable to our heart. So the small intestine really acts in function in a way, in, in consciousness, and it helps us convey messages both from the outer world and the inner world. It kind of has this discerning quality to it. And Palma Rosa, beautiful oil to work with in this, in this way, because it helps to bridge the gap between thinking and feeling. So if we are two in our thinking mind, our, our heart self can't be heard. And if we're two in our heart self, then, I mean, some would say heart self is really the only place to be. But we do need a little bit of, you know, the thinking mind, the logic um, running through our actions as well. So this is going to help harmonize those, bridge those two places, heart and mind. Good. Fourth point is um, pericardium seven. And this is a source point for the pericardium channel and on here you would be placing your jasmine oil and the pericardium really is the the place in the body that takes uh, the blows of all the betrayal in life both to self and to others so jasmine here is softly nourishing and supporting the recovery of a healthy pericardium function specifically within relationship to trust fifth one is helicosum on Cv17 right at the center of your heart helping the heart to breathe helping the heart to flow helping the heart to release from any kind of constrictions of past heart wounds any kind of fear of past betrayals sixth point is rose on heart seven so rose uh, with this source point for the heart heart seven usually needs to be done I I I tend to find that I need to work my way up into rose. If I go straight for rose, sometimes it's fine, but I kind of feel like it needs to be reached in stages, like protective layers. And once you've been through these other protective layers, you'll find that the heart is really ready to receive the rose, this medicine of oneness uh, that I was mentioning earlier. And then the final point would be Cedarwood, Or you could try sandalwood or even buddha wood on kidney three. Um, This will anchor you into that quality of trust and stability that you have created. So I'll put all of those in the show notes so that you can refer back to it. If you didn't get a chance to write them down, you can go back and have a little look at the show notes. It's a really sweet practice to do and I would suggest you do it over a couple of days. uh, Something to help drop you into a place if you feel that your trust has been eroded whether that's for yourself whether that's for an other whether that's for an institution wherever you feel or an an institution or a society action or anywhere that you feel you you don't feel safe to lean in and trust then this would be a great protocol to work with okay sending you much love and see you all really really soon